Welcome to the Ask the Experts podcast. Here's Karen Bhatia. I am Karen Bhatia speaking to veteran trainer Manny Robles. Manny, we've seen you in the ring so many times, most recently in the corner of Charles Martin last weekend. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing great. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Absolutely. So I wanted to talk to you about the heavyweight fight that happened last weekend. Uh, we mentioned you were in the corner of Charles Martin versus Luis Ortiz. Uh, it was a competitive fight for as long as it lasted. Um, I'm just curious about leading up into this fight with Ortiz. We, the last time we saw Charles was in the ring was in February of 2020. He had a spectacular knockout uh, under your tutelage. That was of Gerald Washington. We didn't right. see him uh, until last weekend. Now, obviously, the pandemic happened. Other things happened. Um, how did you guys decide that Luis Ortiz would be a good opponent, and why did you feel like this would be a good matchup for Charles? Well, well, you know, it's not. We waited. We waited too. First of all, we waited too long to get another fight. We were hoping to get another fight in between. Uh, <clears throat> when we fought in January of twenty twenty, uh, February of twenty twenty, to be exact, was it was a title eliminator versus Gerald Washington. And so we're supposed to get at the, a shot at the world title, IBF world title, that is, fighting the eliminator. Uh, but we didn't. And then but we at least expected to, to, to stay somewhat busy, maybe have one or two fights before a big fight. But we never got that. So we actually waited almost pretty much two years for us to get an opportunity to fight whomever, really. You know, we're just looking for 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 to stay busy and and and, and get a big fight in between. But Ortiz's name came up, and 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 believe me, I mean, uh, uh, you know, we tried. Uh, his manager tried to keep him busy and get him another fight, but that wasn't that wasn't the case. So Ortiz's came uh, name came up, and he was willing to fight us, and we were willing to fight him, and we ended up in Florida. And Ortiz has certainly been avoided in the past. Uh, Char you and Charles Martin were able to take on this challenge. Uh, both right. fighters were southpaws. Ortiz is a big guy, six foot four. Martin six foot five. So it was a it was a good matchup in terms of power, in mm -hmm. terms of experience, things like that. And and it was definitely uh, something that we as boxing fans were looking forward to. So. In terms of the preparation, I know you mentioned the long layoff. How did you feel the preparation went over a camp with Charles physically and, and also mentally? How, how did you feel like the preparation went? Well, the, the, the preparation went very well. As you could see, you were able to tell in the fight, you know, we, we had a great game plan. He was ready mentally, physically. But, but unfortunately, you know, he got caught with that overhead left that, that we worked on in the gym and, and that we tried to avoid during the fight you know, and, and, and practice at the gym. But unfortunately, all it takes is one punch, particularly in the heavyweight division. You know, we, we know that uh, Ortiz is a big puncher himself. And, you know, he, he got, Charles got caught. And, and you know, and th that was it. I mean, what else is there? Unfortunately, I told him in the corner to look out because the same way he, if you remember, if you go back into the fight, uh, uh, the first knockdown that, that Charles got, uh, from Ortiz was exactly the same the same punch that Javin in, in the overhand left, and 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 I told Charles in practice in the gym and in the fight I reminded him and I said the same way you want to land that left hand over the top, he's looking to land that same punch, and that's exactly what happened. That was exactly it, and and uh, it just you know the rest is as you know the rest is history. I mean we're pretty much had control of the fight up during the first five rounds and in the sixth round, I guess he got a little bit overconfident, a little bit too relaxed and, and, 
you pay the price. That could happen in boxing, especially in heavyweight boxing. One punch can change the fight. I wanted to ask you about the success that Martin did have because he certainly was having success. He knocked down Ortiz twice. Uh, in the first round, it was the left hand, um, kind of the looping left hand. Ortiz ducked his head. In the fourth round, it was it was the jab, and that's something we rarely see. We saw him uh, knock down Ortiz with a jab, and we heard you in the corner. We could hear you on the broadcast. You said, keep it simple, double up the jab, work the body. And right. it, it usually is if this, the instructions are more back to basics, your fighter's usually doing what Absolutely. you wanted in there. So was Martin doing what you wanted in there? And, and also your thoughts on that jab knocking down Ortiz in the fourth round. Absolutely. He was doing exactly what we, what we planned on as, as far as the fight, you know, the game plan, uh, working behind the jab, mixing up the jab, and the, the, keeping it simple, you know, uh, uh, I went back to the uh, uh, Deontay Walder and uh, Ortiz fight, the second fight, when he dropped them and he actually knocked them out with a one-two right down the middle. And and he kept it simple. And 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 I tried to do the same with, with Charles. One-two right down right down the pipe, right down the middle. And and or look or mix up the one-two, jab in the backhand, jab straight left to the body, jab left to the chin, you know, uh, and it worked as long for as long as it did. And and you know, like I said, we had a great game plan and Unfortunately, and and fortunately, obviously for 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 uh, for Ortiz, a, a man that I have nothing but the utmost respect for, you know, he's a gentleman inside and outside the ring, and uh, you know, the better man won, and 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 that's it. And and of course, Ortiz with his story, they mentioned the stuff he's gone through with his daughter on a personal level, right. and then also uh, his journey just to get here and and do what he's doing. Um, it, it was a it was a great fight. And then of course, we're talking about the end of the fight. Um, anyone can get caught in boxing. That happens. Charles okay. was ahead on the scorecards. He scored the knockdown, but he did get caught with the left hand. Um, I wanted to ask you about that that moment in in the sixth round because it seemed like. Ortiz landed the big left, and at that point, Charles was out on his feet. He didn't know where yes, he was. He um, people have mentioned the referee, Frank Centauri Jr. He wasn't really near the fighters, uh, maybe where he could be. It seemed like there was an opportunity for Charles to get seriously hurt there. Do, what did you think mm -hmm. about when he first got hit and he seemed like he didn't know where he was even though he was standing? Do you think the fight should have been stopped at that moment? The, the, I, I, you know, to be quite honest with you, I, I, uh, he responded. It, it, all it takes is one punch, right? And I, I, I first, first and foremost, I, I believe that the referee did a terrible job, you know, and and that in that particular round, at that particular moment, because somebody would, uh, 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 someone would have gotten really seriously hurt, seriously injured, and you know, I am out there to protect my fighter, and look out for my fighter one hundred percent of the time. And yes, he was he was out on his feet, and did the uh, referee have to step in at that moment in time? Maybe he should have, right? And and but but he didn't. And and but leading in leading up up to that round, what happened after was on call for because Ortiz was being the aggressor. Obviously, he's got a he's got a hurt man. He's gonna move in for the kill, which he which he did. But if you notice during the fight, uh, 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 Charles's glove got stuck in between the ropes, and he couldn't turn. So he pretty much. Had his back turned against against Ortiz, but not by choice because his his uh his glove got stuck in 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 between the ropes, so he wasn't able to turn. So when that happened, the, uh, uh uh Ortiz punched uh, uh Charles behind the head on more than one occasion, and the referee did absolutely nothing about that as well. So I was pretty upset at the referee from the moment he got hurt. Up until the moment he got his, his glove got stuck in between the ropes and he was 
being, you know, hit behind the head and, 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 and the low blows that occurred after, you know, Ortiz did what he had to do, but that's what the, the referee is for is to, to maintain uh, 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 a level playing field. And, 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 you know, he dropped the ball. It happens. It happens in, in, in boxing, and it certainly happened in, in that round six. I wanted to get your thoughts. You mentioned when Martin went down, his hand got caught in the ropes, um, right. and then he got up. Uh, he wasn't necessarily back at all. Uh, Ortiz did keep right. the attack on to the body, uh, to that. Eventually, <laughs> the fight was stopped, and we saw Martin visibly upset, complaining to the referee. Um, when this was unfolding from, from your eyes, at that moment, when the fight was actually stopped, were you okay with that stoppage at, at that time? I was. I was, you know, he's a fighter. Charles is a fighter. You know what I mean? Charles is, uh, 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 you know, it's, it isn't, it, it is, it is, it wasn't easy for any of us to take the loss. Right. But it's, that's, that's the nature of the sport. Somebody's got to win and then somebody's got to take the L in this case, you know, unfortunately after five, six rounds of boxing, we were up in the scorecards, getting two knockdowns. We had control of the situation, but once again, all it takes is one punch and, that's it. You can call it a night. And and congratulations to Ortiz and his entire team. I'm I'm unhappy with the uh, with with the referee and the way thing, things turned out at the end. But it's boxing. What are you gonna do? And uh, as far as Charles, you know, he's a good competitor. He's a he's a he's a gentleman inside the ring, outside and inside the ring himself. It wasn't easy for him, but but he understood. I had a talk with them inside the ring immediately following the fight, and then after in the locker room. And just say, hey, you know, just stay humble, stay grounded, be, 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 be the better man. He went to uh, Ortiz immediately after the fight. And, or, you know, Ortiz's English isn't very, very, you know, very good. I mean, he doesn't understand it very, very good. Or he must have misunderstood something that Charles said in the corner. And he shoved uh, 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 Charles. But Charles didn't mean any harm by what he said. Charles... I told Charles, what did you say? I asked Charles, Charles, what did you say that he got offended? And then he said, no, I just simply said that, uh, that, uh, that I, that I was ready to fight, that I was ready to continue fighting. You know what I mean? But ne he never disrespected him in any way, shape or form. And, and, and then he went back to the corner and apologized for whatever misunderstanding there was. They made up after the fight. We actually waited for Ortiz to come out of the locker room and met him in the hallway at the casino. And, uh, talk to him again and, and, you know, make things, make sure that things were, 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 were okay between both. And, uh, and yeah, they were, and then they embraced and they talked and, uh, and they, 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 they both show good sportsmanship, which is at the end of the day, this is a sport, you know what I mean? And, and, uh, uh, there was no, um, no harm intended by what Charles said at that moment in time. It was just a misunderstanding and, and, uh, everything's great. It, it seems like Charles is, even in the loss, is improving under your tutelage, and, and we've seen that in his recent fights. Um, and, I, and I do think that there's definitely a future for him in, in the heavyweight division if he chooses to continue. Uh, real quick, before I ask you about what's next, I did want to just quickly ask you about the, that moment in the end, of the end of the fight. It seemed like watching on the broadcast, I personally feel like Charles still wasn't fully recovered from being knocked out, and Correct. he wasn't really sure where he was. It seemed uh -huh. like he mouthed to Ortiz bullshit, 
and Ortiz took that personally, shoved him. But to your point, Charles did come back and apologize. And it seemed like as he kind of figured out what happened and where he was, mm-hmm. he realized mm-hmm. that, you know, the good sportsmanship type of thing to do, yeah. even though he was upset about losing, was to apologize to Ortiz. Is that how you right. feel like it went down? And we also saw you, you know, kind of getting in Ortiz's ear, calming down the situation. What, what were you Correct. saying to Ortiz in that moment? Uh, you just got to be, you got to be the better man. Like I said, take, take the loss like a man and, and uh, it is what it is. It's a situation that you, you know, it's, you have to, you know, you have to be the better man. You have to show good sportsmanship. You, and, and that's what this is about, really. <clears throat> Nothing but respect. You know, you got two warriors inside the ring uh, uh, trying to do their best to win a fight. And at the end of the day, I, I, I do believe that the, the, the audience, uh, uh, the people in attendance, the people watching a fight at home, uh, they saw a good fight. And a lot of, a lot of most, most people doubted that, doubted uh, uh, Charles, or that he would at least give a, uh, uh, Ortiz a good fight and he gave him a great fight, you know, and we came in with a great game plan. My guy was ready, but unfortunately, again, he got caught with the with the looping left and, and that cost him the fight. That can but, happen uh, in boxing and, and Charles was ahead on the scorecards. Time. He knocked yes, him sir. down twice and it, and it was a competitive <laughs> fight until the end. Uh, so looking ahead now, uh, have you spoken to Charles about what he wants to do? Does he want to continue boxing? Uh, what's next for Charles Martin and, and what's next for you going forward this year? Well, looking ahead, definitely, we want him back. We want to get him a, a, a tuna fight. He put up a great performance. He proved to the world that he can, you know, go in there and fight the best, like Ortiz being one of the best heavyweights in the world. Uh, and he can, you know, uh, duke it out with any other uh, top guys out there. And we're always going to be ready. We're always going to work to win. Despite what people may say or think, you know, we're going to get back in the gym, back to the drawing board. He's going to continue to grow and get better. And, and uh, whoever we face next, man, I mean, every fight is the biggest fight of your career. We don't underestimate anyone. You know, it, it, I, we say tuna fights, but there's no such thing as a tuna fight. Every fight, you know, everyone's trying to win. Everybody's trying to knock your head out. So <clears throat> we got to make sure that we're always ready, 100%. And uh, I want to get them back in the gym within the next month or so. And then we'll take it from there. We'll see what the, the management decides to do and what course they want to take as far as who, who they want to put them in with next. And my job is to get them ready in the best way, shape possible. Uh, uh, and uh, as far as what's coming forward, uh, moving forward for me, we got a bunch of fights, man. I'm always busy. You called me a little while ago. I was in the gym working with my guys. <clears throat> we got some, <clears throat> excuse me, we got some pretty good fights coming up this month. I got uh, some up and pretty good up and coming fighters that have some fights on, the, on, the, on the January the 29th locally here in the, in, in the United States and at an international level. And we have a big fight with, with Carlos Castro versus Luis Neri on, on uh, February the 5th. That should be a barn burner. It should be a great fight, and we're looking forward to that. Other fights coming up in, in February, March. So we're busy. Thank God we're busy. Absolutely. You're, you're quietly building up this, this really nice stable of exciting fighters, of talented fighters. I'm sure that the next few months are going to be very busy with, with you and your team. Uh, just to close it out, um, where can people follow you and, and where can they learn more about your gym and the work you do if they're listening to this and they want to learn more about you? Yes, thank you. Well, you can follow me at manual.boxing uh, on Instagram and uh, Facebook. And uh, you can come and uh, visit, visit my website, uh, uh, lbalegends.com. Uh, or, you know, uh, visit my, my Instagram as well. I'll be a legend. So, uh, you know, we're, uh, not only are we, uh, am I, am I coaching, but I'm also managing fighters. So I'm excited about that as well. 
And uh, yeah, the, the life is good, man. We just got to keep moving forward and, and, and stay positive. Well said. Manny Robles, I want to thank you so much for the time. Very much appreciated. Looking to see you work a corner sometime soon. And, and I hope to chat thank with you. you soon, my friend. I appreciate you. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. And that brings us to the end. Thank you so much for joining me and thank you to my guests. If you want to follow us, uh, you can follow at A-T-E underscore podcast. That's on Instagram and Twitter. If you want to follow my personal channels, it's at C-U-R-R-A-N-B-H-A-T-I-A on Instagram and Twitter. That's at Karan Bhatia at, on Instagram and Twitter. Please subscribe on YouTube, youtube.com backslash Karan Bhatia. Uh, please check out uh, our show on iTunes. Hit subscribe. Give us a five-star review. If you want to email the show, it's asktheexpertspod at gmail.com. I am Karan Bhatia, and this was Ask the Experts. Thank you for listening to Ask the Experts with Karen Bhatia. 